hotties. This is Cam. This is Pris. And you're listening to Opening, Opening Act. Act. Ah! This is so exciting, guys. This is our first. <laughs> Sorry, girl. It's okay. No, it's our first episode ever of our very new podcast. And, you know, we're a little bit nervous, but we're also excited to get to talk about theater, get to meet new people, and. You know, have a fun time. Yeah, and I think we should just put out a disclaimer. This is our own opinion. These are our own experiences, so don't take anything too seriously. And, yeah, we're just humans living life. (laughs) Yeah, so if we say anything that's kind of offensive or kind of insulting... We don't mean that We mean it out of love. Yeah. Because we don't want to be seen as witches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a witch, girl. Yo no soy bruja. I don't know what she's saying. I'm, I'm not, not Dominican at all. Okay. All I know how to say is... That's all I know how to say, but whatever. Dirty pool water? Yeah. Okay. And um, estoy viviendo tu mi vida. So, guys... Can we just say that this is our second time recording this first episode? I have to put it out there. I'm very angry. Cameron is so angry, guys. And I'm so sorry, Cameron, that I'm trying to give everything a grain of salt because I was like, okay, guys, this is a test shot. We're going to try out the podcast. And unfortunately, the wind was in the background and it was a good podcast it was a good run but here we are you know we spent 45 minutes in the heat and we're gonna spend another 45 talking to you guys because i feel like it's important and quality is important so here we are in the car (laughs) (laughs) it's so hot outside in miami florida where we're from it's 90 degrees so i'm dying if you're from miami woo woo shout out to you croqueta gang (laughs) (laughs) the kenyo gang here oh i love the kenyo shout out to my venezuelan shout out to (laughs) (laughs) i just want to shout out to vicky's bakery because y'all good so good y'all need to bring back y'all mimosas you know they like deliver they deliver i'm gonna can i get a mimosa delivered yeah because if you move like if we're not in florida anymore we can deliver vicky's and they can send you croquetas like frozen and then you just like stick them in the by the way i'm not an alcoholic and this is not sponsored i just really like vicky's (laughs) we're just fat asses (laughs) yeah it's a hot girl summer so so girl we're gonna talk about first so can we just talk about why we made a podcast what inspired us to start a podcast like you said earlier why not youtube oh so i didn't want to start a youtube channel just because ever since the pandemic started people have just been making youtube channels and i don't want to follow the leader i want to be my own leader i just feel like if this is the most easiest most intimate way to get to know people you know and people to know us for who we are instead of knowing like what we look like exactly Mm -hmm. then i want to do just that yeah like we perform all the time and people always look at our demeanor they look at us on stage they can judge us from a physical perspective but the platform of like having a platform like having a podcast is so beneficial to us because it also expresses our artistic selves and our feelings Mm -hmm. and we can mix the two it's just another platform that we can use and it's really fun yeah and you know we we can make a youtube in the future if we wanted to i just feel like podcasts are just so much simpler yeah like do you boo like if you want a youtube go ahead and get one but podcasts are just like so underrated they're so underrated but hey there has been a growing population since the pandemic so that's good 
the, with a pandemic, I think it's really great that people get to do what they always wanted to do or mm-hmm. learn a new hobby. Because I've learned a whole bunch of stuff. Like what? Girl. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, so I think that if you want to express yourself in a way that makes you happy, take advantage of the times we live in today because mm-hmm. we have so much free time and there's a lot of people working, but I feel like if you have the time to really dive deep into what you love to do, do it. Dive full deep into what you love and you'll be happy. You'll find happiness. And hey, you know what? I find there's not a lot of podcasts about theater in particular. No, and I think that's why we're so different. Yeah, so I feel like we're like new, up and coming. <laughs> this is giving me like Godspell vibes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, we just wanted to create, you know, a safe platform, a very loving environment where we can just talk about theater and the acting life and how it affects us and family and relationships and all that good stuff yeah so i know the audience wants to know how do we first meet cameron i'm gonna let her say it because she said it before and it's always funnier than mine so (laughs) girl you not true not true well like i said back in our first recorded podcast (laughs) i hate us (laughs) back in 2017 i uh joined the theater department of the school which I won't say because I don't want to and uh, but shout out to them go Panthers oh I just said it (laughs) and I and I (laughs) and so I only had one class in the fall semester so I didn't get to experience acting one with all of my current uh, graduating BFA class woohoo class of 2021 we made it thank you we graduated oh so great to have a bachelor's God is good but yeah, I didn't have that experience with all of them. I had acting one at a community college, which I won't say the na- name of because I don't want to. But it was a great experience. So I just didn't have that experience with them. So fast forward to spring semester. I had an acting two class, but I didn't know where the building was. So I was like walking around the building and I see Cameron <laughs> sitting down reading a book. And I was like, okay, well, I think he looks like a theater artist. I think you were wearing... I look like a theater artist? No, honestly, I think you were wearing your shirt that said theater nerd, like the definition. Oh. I think you were wearing that shirt that day. I remember that shirt. I don't have it anymore. I don't know if you were wearing it that day. I feel like you were. But I was like, this guy knows about theater. He must be in my class. (laughs) Yeah, so she came up to me and she's like, excuse me, is this the class we're acting to? Um, Is this the the building like to go to class? And I was like, yeah, this is the building. Because in my head, I was like, girl, who is this girl? (laughs) And then uh, she was like, oh, what are you reading? I'm like, why does she care what... I'm reading, but okay, you know, the cancer I am, I'm going to be nice. Yeah. So I said, oh, like, I'm writing a book about a boy, meeting a boy, they're not supposed to be in love, yeah. and it's this girl named Priscilla, she's the antagonist. I and was she's like, like, um, <laughs> my name is Priscilla? <laughs> yeah. What? It was so weird. It was so ironic, and I was like, oh my god, and once we sat next to each other, and we went into that class that later that day. We just totally clicked. We sat with each other in class. We did so many projects together. And we just, like, mixed so well. I was like, oh, my God, this is my best friend. But honestly, my other half. Like, we're opposite because 
your girl can't sing and he can. Hell yeah. Your girl sometimes got two left feet, but he don't. Oh, okay. You know. Don't it, give me all the credit. No, no, no. Because no. I don't want to be a narcissist. Girl, I can wind my heads, girl. I'm Dominican. Hey, <laughs> she can salsa dance and I can't. It's okay. No, you, you're you good. She's a better cook than me, too. So. Oh, stop it. But yeah, we have been in every single production together at school. Yeah. Which is so weird. But, but it also, just made the show better. It honestly <laughs> yeah. did. It honestly did. And uh, you remember that night where we did that duet from Funny Girl? I was wearing the wig, and, and you were wearing the, my tie. Yeah, yeah, and um, we made up the entire script. Yeah, we totally like improv. Well, Cameron wrote this script in the beginning of the performance, which was so crazy because it's like, okay, playwright, I see you. <laughs> okay, playwright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, poppy playwright, but poppy chulo. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was so great because. I was like, wow, he's so creative. And I knew in that moment, you're so talented. You knew how to direct me. You're a harsh director, which is a good thing. Like, you push people to be the better version of themselves. Like, you remind me almost like a physical trainer. Alvin Ailey. Like, yeah. (laughs) Alvin Ailey. We'll get to Alvin Ailey, yeah. Which, research him if you don't know him. Google him. Alvin Ailey, yes. World-renowned dancer, yes. I'm a very hard worker. Yeah. You know, because I always thought... I'm never going to do a show that's half-ass. Yeah. I don't want to do a performance that's 50%. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. I want to be inspirational to other people. I want my heart people. and my soul and my mind yeah. to be involved because I'm passionate. Yeah. I mean, you had that same energy, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can work with her. Mm-hmm. Because even though she doesn't really know what she's doing... I'll learn, at least she's At least she's <laughs> putting in her best foot. So we can make a good show. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm not going to be narcissist or anything. And what's great about being an actor is, like I said, the thought of playing. We can play. We know how to push each other in a way that's comfortable. It's all about communication, boundaries. Um, we're just like two great friends that made a podcast <laughs> named Opening Act. Thank you for lo- listening to our podcast. If you have been listening this far... Thank you so much. Thank you. We love we you. We really appreciate because you. Because I probably stuttered 17 times. They probably don't care. Thank you. People stutter. People stutter, guys. It's life. Stuttering. If you up. don't stutter, I can't trust you. That's not my friend. And if you buy ice cream, if you literally take your teeth and bite ice cream, I cannot trust you. You're the devil. <laughs> so, girl, what inspired you to become an actor? Good question. party's over let's go i know what inspired me to become an actor uh like i said earlier when i was younger i've always gravitated towards being creative i felt like it was an outlet for me to express my emotions because i consider myself a very emotional person i am an airy sun yeah airy sun I hope so. Yeah. Aries Sun. <laughs> I was like, Aries Sun? <laughs> what is wrong with you today? Whatever. I was an Aries Sun. Um, I was. <laughs> I was. I, I am. am. I was. I, were you silenced or were you silenced? Oh, Megan Marco. I'm so sorry, I'm honey. so sorry. We all know you were silenced. Girl. Oh, oh, oh. Girl, we love you. Me? No, we love you. So, yeah, I'm an Aries Sun. I'm a Leo Moon and a Capricorn Rising. So... I feel very, 
I feel like Aries are naturally creative, and so are Capricorns. Oh my God, that little girl is running in the sprinkler. She don't care. What her uniform? Good for you, girl. Live your best life. Well, it is hot outside, so yeah, it's ninety degrees. So yeah, back to the topic. Yes, why please. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I just loved art. My father is a music producer, so I always grew up around different composers listening to different sounds and, and beats and my dad's always like creating music and he's always been like a visual learner uh, he's very hands-on so I really loved that aspect of creating things telling stories and making people feel some type of way so when it came to theater and I was in high school in middle, middle school and high school I was in drama class and I really loved that class even though I wasn't in drama club because in my school it wasn't like the best um it wasn't the best funded thing it was like super when is high school drama club ever funded I don't even know (laughs) fun schools do not fund police officers y'all good like can you please fund a school okay (laughs) we need stages so I just thought that I thought it was so fun to just be creative, be myself, and be super, like, goofy. I feel like I love performing for my family. Oh, I hit the microphone. I love performing for my family and having um, all eyes on me. That's super narcissistic. I'm so sorry, I'm a Leo Moon. I'm so sorry. I'm a Leo Moon. I'm sorry. But anyways, I just loved performing, putting people in a good mood and... Have you been to a play? Like, the first time I went to a play and, like, I sat down, I think it was, like, literally local. And then I went to a New York play because of my cousin. Like, he took me. Whatever. Besides the point. Um, yeah, I went to a local play. And when once the lights turn off and then, like, the stage lights turn on, that curtain opens. Oh, that magic and dust. That magic. It's that... It's that suspension of disbelief. Like, you're just in it. You know, it feels like VR, like virtual reality. You are in that world. <laughs> you are in the world. And I thought it was just so inviting, so magical, so creative, um, so inspiring. I just love things like that. And also shows that inspired me were like Disney Channel shows. Like we were, we're fortunate. We're 90s kids, early 2000 kids. Um, we had That's So Raven, Lizzie McGuire. Proud family. Proud family. Like, super diverse shows that were so underrated. Like, you know, we didn't know the benefit of those shows. We were just privileged that we had that opportunity because our parents didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. They grew up in a completely different time in this world that, you know, you're judged for anything you do. Yeah. Any little true. move you make, you're, you're judged. If you're not, like, married with kids by, like, 29, you're something's wrong with you. If you are not vanilla-skinned, baby, it's a <laughs> hard life ahead. If you don't have a white picket fence it's and a, a hard beautiful... life. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, what got me inspired to be an artist? Yeah. Like I said, I always had a niche to just do art. When I was a little kid, I would always write plays for my family. I would have a bucket and, you know, I would sell my parents tickets and I would put the ticket in the bucket. And I would get blankets and I would use the clothing rack to make it a curtain. 
and I would force my two sisters to be in my play that I wrote. That's so cute. And I would draw, I would build things, stuff like that. I thought I wanted to be like an architect, and then I thought I wanted to be a cartoonist, and then I thought I wanted to be just like a straight writer. But then, you know, I was 10 years old, and I was watching the Tony Awards by myself, which is weird. What kind of 10-year-old does that? We love the Tony But I saw Anything Goes with Sue and Foster. And after that, my brain just clicked. I said, Cameron, this is what you need to be doing. Because just to see people have fun and to sing and dance and you get to entertain people as a job Mm -hmm. that's like the greatest feeling in the world to me and I just gravitated toward it you know Mm -hmm. so from then on I did every singing course that you could do in middle school and (laughs) I learned how to dance in high school and I did a couple plays I did some variety shows some musicals and I got to college and did what I wanted to do I just did some variety shows some musicals you know nothing too big it's not huge (laughs) baby is high school baby is college that's not huge practice but hey yeah practice does make perfect you know and to talk about like shows that has inspired me to like develop into who I am at this point, mm-hmm. I just want to say Cabaret was the first love in I theater. I love Cabaret. Just to see a guy like full face makeup, got the heels, got the earrings, got the dress on, kissing girls, kissing boys, just being free made me so comfortable. Mm-hmm. in my sexuality yeah. it really did it really reminded me like not everybody's gonna like you but at least you like yourself mm-hmm. so you could wake up every day self-love honey self-love. self-love you know and then to see kinky boots with a black guy who's also gay going through the same experiences we you boots. went through mm-hmm. that just made me even more confident in myself in high school you know because i yeah. was picked on a lot yeah. <laughs> I was picked on mostly every day. Me too, honey. Because, you know, girl, I was overweight. Me too. And I had my little tote bag or whatever. And <laughs> I had my little <laughs> scarf or whatever. And yeah. I thought I was cute. I thought I was the entire world in a pearl. I really thought I was it. Girl, <laughs> you had a scarf in Florida? It was January. Oh, my god. So, no, we had a cold front for, like, three days. <laughs> so, I went to my closet, got my little red scarf. Florida you know, always hits you with the three day like the cold three day fun. winter three day winter <laughs> and then it'd be like three hundred and fifty eight days of summer uh, right <laughs> and then you got like a day of autumn a day of spring a day <laughs> a day a tally mark yeah so just like to have kinky boots and to have cabaret just exist is just so oh it helped you develop yeah. into who you are today it really it did it made you be who you are like mm-hmm. not afraid fearless. Yeah, not fearless. But you know who was fearful? Who? Parents. 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 Because when I told my parents that I wanted to be an actor and I was going to join the drama club. Oh my gosh. Let's get into it. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Baby. They were, they were like excited at first. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really think it was going to turn into something. Like you professionally. Know, yeah, because you know, it's drama club. Like we ain't got no money. Mm-hmm. You know? But then I got into college and I got into the theater program and they was like, oh, he's doing this for real. Yeah. You know, and now that I'm out, they're like, okay, what's the plan? 
what's the pathway? What you gonna do? What kind of job you gonna have? So, like, especially, like, my mom, she's been, like, very scared for me. So has mine. <laughs> to go out into the real world and actually be a working Naturally, artist. But yeah. I just always have to, like, remind her, please trust me. Mm-hmm. Because if I see that you're scared for me, I get scared. Right. So if for you to trust me gives me confidence. I start believing in myself yeah. that I'm not crazy and this is what I was meant to do in right. my life. Right. You know? But I feel like now that I'm a working artist. <laughs> Professionally. Professionally. We must get paid. We must get paid. I need to pay rent. We're non-union. Non-union. Those loans be coming in, baby. So, um, <laughs> but now that I'm actually in it and I'm getting paid to do it, now my parents are like, wow, this is really your thing. Yeah. It's your thing. Which is so great that you finally have that moment. I like, finally have it, because, and it feels so good. Yeah, because they they just want the best for us, you know, my parents included. When I first told them I wanted to go to school for theater, they were not opposed to it because my dad understands. Like I said, you know, he was a music producer, but he knows the hard work and the struggle it is to keep up this career path. It's not easy. This is not for the week. Mm -mm. And to really discipline yourself, no matter what area of artistry you consider yourself in, you really got to put in the work. Like, yeah, we wake up and we love what we do, but no job is 100% perfect. Everything has... Perfection don't exist. Pros and cons, man. Pros and cons. But do the cons outweigh the pros or do the pros outweigh the cons? Like you get to decide what you want to do with your future. And I feel like that's when you feel like you have more control of your life is when you are living life by life's terms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially like in the theater industry, like one of my professors always told me, she said, Cameron, if you're willing and able to do this and you don't have a need for it, you have to do it then this is for you. Yeah. Because as an artist, I don't think a lot of people understand this, but as an artist, if you don't have your entire soul into this, if you don't want to risk everything for this job, (laughs) baby, it's not going to work out. And that's the harsh truth that people don't want to hear, but it's super true. You, you spend your birthdays on set. You spend Christmas in a rehearsal. It happens. And that's the kind of sacrifice you have to do. Now, that's, it's hard. Speaking for myself, like, I'm willing to make certain sacrifices if it's, if it's beneficial in the moment. If I see that it's not going to serve me any good, I don't see why I should involve myself with a project that is going to cost so much of my free free time my freedom mm-hmm. my happiness like because i can spend that time with my family um uh, my loved ones um uh, my boyfriend <laughs> but um yeah is it worth it you want to surround yourself and go into projects knowing like okay this is something that is beneficial this this is going to change the world this is going to be so good for me it's not just let me add something to my resume you got to really like be inspired by a project to put yourself in it yeah to be vulnerable you're working with a group of people you need a crew in order to survive oh baby yes you gotta be a people person yes you gotta be respectful of other people's art artistic decisions that's for sure 
because you know, as an art, as an uh, an actor. Sorry, I'm stuttering. Actress. As an actress, <laughs> you have to work with different directors, and those are multiple relationships. Yeah. You know. But can yeah. we like for a second give a shout out to people who work behind the scenes? Yes. Because uh, without them, backstage, girl, there would be no Broadway. Yes. Tech there would be no Hollywood. Like, yes. we need our makeup crew. We need the costume designers. You know, we need the cinematographers, the, the producers, lighting. lighting. We need everybody. Sound, sound. editors. We need sound y'all. Sound is so underrated. You don't yeah. understand. Sound invokes such a mood into everything we do. Like, our our lives are a musical, girl. Life is a musical. <laughs> but life is not a cabaret. Oh. Remember that. And we'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of drinks. <laughs> Baby, I want a mimosa. Oh, my God. And yeah. another thing. If you're an artist out there, whether it's theater, music, dance, building buildings. Even you if know, you're, like... Interior design. Interior design. Yes. Anything. Like, everyone's an artist, if you think about it. And when we talk about artists, we talk about everybody. All of our listeners. All of our um, people in our community. Everyone's an artist. We all do creative things every day. We always figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. life is about figuring it out. And that is what the projects we put ourselves in are. Nothing's <laughs> going to be perfect. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, and especially to our artists out there, if this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life, don't let people stop you. Yeah. Don't let... Hey, don't let your family discourage you. Don't let your boyfriend and girlfriend discourage you. If this is something that you want to achieve, baby, go out there and do it. Yeah. Nobody's stopping you. Be committed and build relationships. Really address people in, in a way you want to be addressed in. Like, don't just throw yourselves at people and be like, hey, I need a job or, hey, I want to be, like, friends with you because I know you are a director or you're a producer of this and this is why I want to be your friend. No. You always want to make relationships with people in a genuine level. Like, introduce yourselves and, you know, click, talk. Um, People, we're always on our phones. (laughs) It's hard because the first thing I do when I wake up is check my phone. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I gotta check my messages. I gotta check my. Emails. I gotta check my Insta. I gotta look at the camera you know? and see if I got bags. Yeah, I gotta look at ASOS because I like, love clothes, girl. I'm about to grab my stone and do a gua sha. A what? <gasps> a gua sha. You don't know gua sha? What is that? I'm not Haitian. No, girl, gua sha. That's like, girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, girl, what? That's Asian culture, girl. Gua sha oh, with a stone. Gua sha. You, you get facial oil. Oh, okay. Yeah, Girl, I got little... Tatcha. Uh, oh, my God. Girl, <laughs> I got Matcha. Girl, I got... Oh, what's that company? LeMay? Lamar? Lamar? This is it's not... It's a skincare company. <laughs> this is not sponsored, so... This is, this is just sponsored. products that we buy If you do want to sponsor us, please do. Please do. I hope you <laughs> love this podcast. But anyways, we're going to move on to the next topic, and that is our life after graduation. So, guys... Shout out to my class, my BFA class, 2021. Yay! We just graduated. We yes. love you guys. Oh, my God. It was great. Um, I didn't go to graduation, but Cameron did. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, my girl. Girl. <laughs> I just want to say this first. I freaking love all of my classmates because we did the unthinkable. We did one-person shows in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, congrats to all Woo! you girls and girls. 
girls and girls. And a, <laughs> and a pandemic. Like, and a pandemic. This started really in 2020. Crazy. In a pandemic, yeah. Wow. So, about graduation, girl. Let me just talk about waking up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole topic so, within itself. So, what happened is they had six ceremonies on a Saturday and a Sunday. So, it's three on Saturday, three on Sunday. I was going to go to the Saturday one because it was convenient for my family. Uh-huh. But um, registration opened up literally at midnight. I logged on. My computer crashed. Of course. Everybody was trying to get Saturday. It's like Bad Bunny so, tickets. Bad Bunny tickets. Girl, this sold out. Oh, yeah, yeah. If oh, you yeah, got, I heard about that. If you got a Bad Bunny ticket out there, please DM me. We can negotiate something. <laughs> Hold up. No, no, no. Wait until Lady Gaga goes on tour with Chromatica. Then let's talk. Oh my god. Okay. No. Megan said okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen. So I got the nine thirty AM ceremony on a Sunday. Yeah. So that meant I had to wake up at six o'clock in the morning because wow. I had to be at the stadium at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. So I told my parents uh listen, I'ma just give y'all a disclaimer. They were gonna give out three guest tickets. Baby, your boy got five. Okay, so <laughs> so listen. So I told my family, I said, hey, we have to be there at 8.30. 8.30. So everybody woke up at 6 that day. Um, I had my jacket ready. I had the shoes ready. I had the cap. I had the gown. I had the tassel, the cord. I was ready. So I bought a black shirt from H&M. Right? Wrong idea in South Florida. I bought a black long sleeve shirt. <laughs> And it still had the little scanner on it, so I couldn't wear it. Because, you know, when you go to graduation, you go through a metal detector. Yeah. So that thing was going to beep, beep off. Imagine. So instead, I wore one of my white satin shirts, because that's way better. So my parents actually had to go back home, because my dad left his wallet. So I drove to graduation by myself. And then we got there, we met up. Right. So I go through the student gate and my family goes through the attendees gate. So I sit down. I'm second row um, to the stage and I'm right in front of the sun. My face is right in front of the sun. It's hot. They gave us hand fans. They gave us water bottles. Uh, My family had umbrellas on the stands because my family told me it was very hot up there. Thank God I was sitting in like a windy spot of the stadium. So we got a breeze. So that was good. But that day it was 90 degrees at nine o'clock in the morning. It was 90 degrees. That's hot. It was very hot that day. The sun's not even on its peak. No. At nine o'clock in the morning. No. But it was a very short ceremony. Um, it only lasted like an hour and 15 minutes for me. I don't know about anybody else. So we didn't actually get the diploma cover. We didn't get the actual diploma paper. We just walked across the stage because of sanitary reasons, because of COVID. Everybody had on their mask and stuff. But it was good. And we did the recession. We did the charging of the graduates. They did a, like th- two or three speeches. And it was all good. You know, I took pictures um, by the theater department because, you know, I wanted memorabilia she want to look good i want to look good for the gram (laughs) (laughs) gram. and um i had a nice time then i went out to dinner to celebrate and i woke up the next day and i was like wow cameron what do you do next (laughs) i literally my life and i had no plans (laughs) so i spent i spent that week partying and going out with friends and drinking and 
being with my boyfriend and going to the beach. Drive safe, y'all. No drinking and driving. Please don't drink and drive. I was not drinking and driving. My boyfriend was driving. He does not like alcohol. He does not drink. <laughs> wow. Thanks for making me look like an alcoholic. No, it's okay. It's your, you're a lightweight. Honestly, Cameron can drink like a splash of wine and his <laughs> cheeks are already red. Listen, <laughs> listen. If it's a vodka two drinks i'm out i'm out <laughs> but if it's like a peach bellini a mimosa a moscato i need like three or four bellinis are so good they're like they're super so sweet. Good. the frozen ones at cheesecake factory <gasps> they're so good i have to try that yeah but life after graduation has been pretty fun and you know i want to thank god for this i actually got a job at a dance company Woo! literally three days after the ceremony Yes. So not to like, not to be working, you know, a part of the production crew. I'm still happy for it. Mm-hmm. And hey, maybe in the fall you'll see me as a performer. That's great. <laughs> no, honestly, that's amazing. For me, life after graduation, I had a couple auditions and callbacks, but I didn't get the parts in those particular projects, which is okay. Like, no hard feelings. You have to fail. You have to fail being an artist. Failing is okay, kids. (laughs) Failing. You have to fail. Um, My parents told me like a month ago, you have to be okay with failing because as an artist, not everyone's going to love your stuff. There are literal people. My mom was like, there are people that are hired to critique you. You know, they're critics. Yeah, Broadway critiques. There's critics out there and they're going to say something. That's their job, you know, whether you like it or not. And not everyone agrees and that's okay. So I just feel like I'm trying to put my best foot forward, trying to involve myself with like local theater stuff. I would love to get an agent. I'm considering grad school. I'm very scared. I don't know what to do. My, you know, parents want to know if I'm going or not, because if I am, that means I have to travel and consider my expenses like if i go to california which is very expensive san diego um yeah (laughs) priscilla just go to new york with me why are you going to san diego oh my goodness why do you want to go to california shout out to my family in new york and new jersey oh my god (laughs) i just asked her because you know i'm still thinking about juilliard it's still something on the hot plate you know Oh, girl, that Juilliard topic. Okay, no, 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 don't say it. No, we're no. not gonna we're, say. We're gonna anything. say no. That's for another episode. That's but, another episode. Yeah. But I just, you know, I don't want to completely get rid of the idea of grad school because you don't need a master's degree to be an actor. I mean, look at Lindsay Lohan. Come on. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, it's like. I would still like to have the education if I even wanted to become, like, a professor. I agree. If I wanted to create my own acting studio, you know? Yeah. If I wanted to do something, like, educationally, you know, even write a book. But, uh, you know, now that I have this job, let's see what happens in the future. I'm literally just taking it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, this pandemic has taught me one day at a time. Because yeah. you could be out of here in 3.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. So life we have is so to, short. We have to be grateful for this one life that we have. It's truly, like that's like super wholeheartedly um, true. Uh, so wow, that got so deep. I know, we're so deep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. But yeah, life after graduation is uh, a journey. 
um, as artists. Oh, can you please pay us, you know, us non-union actors. We love when we know we get paid, this, how much we get paid, a schedule. This girl always want a paycheck. She always want to, whatever, you going to get your paycheck later. I would like to know the future, you know, financial compensation and you will know you have to be patient okay so for you guys out there please follow our new instagram page for our podcast we got a new instagram y'all the username is opactpod that is o-p-a-c-t-p-o-d o-p-a-c-t-p-o-d don't forget it with cam and pris uh we're gonna put some content there very very soon after this episode comes out we're so excited to be opening this yeah so we just want this to be an interactive environment where people give us feedback ask us questions about theater or just questions about ourselves you know i really want you guys to get to know us better yeah and we want to know about you can you give us any life experiences do you guys want to comment and talk about anything that you want us to you know mention and mm-hmm. any trending because girl you know there's always something trending we on make twitter we make the trends oh my god can we talk about pose <laughs> oh my god yes 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 i love pose why did you shorten my third season why did you do that i'm just gonna say fx <laughs> I love y'all, but y'all did not have to short impose. Okay, Priscilla has not watched the second episode. Oh God. I but will. listen, I'm going to just say this. I love Pose. I feel like we needed this show to come out when it did come out because this country is in a very, very divided place right now. Very sensitive place. Very sensitive place, especially with the transgender community. My mm-hmm. heart goes out to y'all, especially the youth, because they're trying to take away your health care. And they have no idea. We should have free health care. Oh, like, girl. Whew, do you understand? Like, can I get an amen? Because free health care. And we, we, we would. So, oh, my God. I, girl, I got no words. Girl, I'm stuttering. Priscilla, Priscilla. I'm passionate. Sweetie. When I'm passionate, I start spitting. Sweetie. <laughs> let, let's do one thing at a time. I know. I know, I know you want your free health care, but this is not Canada. Let's do one thing at a time. Let's vote. I just want some bacon, girl. <laughs> bacon? Let me get that Canadian bacon. You know I'm vegetarian. Oh, my God. Okay, so about Pose. <laughs> so, I personally don't like the fact that everybody's a crackhead, everybody's an alcoholic. Now, I know that was the lifestyle. I know that's what went down. Maybe. But Maybe. I feel like... Listen... I feel like not every character has to have substance abuse. Not every character. But that was real life. I know it was real life. It's really but hard. Dang, it's a hard every character. It's a hard thing to swallow because it's like, man, you feel for all these people. You're just like, just put it down. Just can you just rehabilitate yourself? Like, can you just change? You you're obvious your life is fumbling and it's like crumbling in shambles you know what i mean so um i think that them portraying what truly happened uh and the loss like i think that's what it is it's like loss after loss after loss after loss they're really putting that visual metaphor for us because we don't experience that anymore that was a whole epidemic within itself we never lived that we were babies you know no i wasn't even born right i was not even a thought right so i feel like 
there's not enough representation at all about trans people in general. So we have to start where where truth is, how yeah. it started, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can branch out and then have more diverse roles and more inspiring roles for everybody, for people with disability, invisible disabilities, trans people, like people of color, anybody, which is so great because we're moving forward in that direction. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about this. It's not taboo anymore, which is great. Um, but it's still like a thing where we have to deal with like police brutality and um, not feeling safe as a woman. Like for me, walking to your car and like, I, I'm like Wolverine mode with my key because my key's in between <laughs> my fingers. I'm like, man, it sucks, man. I have to do that. I wish I didn't have to, but that's another topic within itself. So for those of you guys who don't watch Pose out there, Pose is a TV show on FX. Um, Ryan Murphy created it mm-hmm. um, with Billy Porter, MJ Rodriguez, um, Dominique Jackson. Yes. And it's basically the story of ballroom culture, voguing culture. In the in 80s and City. 90s. In the 80s and 90s. It talks about the AIDS epidemic, you know, and it, it just brings you stories of these individuals who come together out of really extraordinary circumstances, yeah. you know, and it just talks about family, love, acceptance, stuff that we need to remind our children, especially. Yeah. If you're a parent and you're listening to this, we're not parents and we can't give advice, but if I was a parent, I would really try to understand my child and listen to them. They're they're your child for a reason. They come to you when they're vulnerable. So once you break that trust and you start judging your own child while the rest of the world is judging them, they're going to feel so trapped and lonely. Please talk to your child and create a relationship with them. Just try to get to know them. Have experiences with them. See what they're about. See what they gravitate towards. See what their interests are. Mm -hmm. Like, totally bash that societal standard that, oh, my child is a boy. He needs to play football. If he wants to play football, that's great. And if he doesn't, that's also great. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, he will find or she will find or they will find what they want to do with their life. Yeah. You'll end up doing it because God got a plan. He got a bright tomorrow. (laughs) God got a bright tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't want to be a parent, but I am a child. I'm somebody's child. Yes. And, you know, me being gay myself, if you have children out there that are thinking about their sexuality, who they are, you know, their coming of age, puberty, please don't let the first thing be anger or frustration. Because yes. that will immediately shut it down, shut it down shut forever. It down. They will never come back to you for any advice. They will never talk to you about dating. They will never talk to you about what it's like for other people. No. Just try... I know it's hard because a lot of parents these days, they don't take classes in queer study. They don't And know. they have been taught certain things, you know, about gender and about what boys are supposed to do what girls are supposed to do so it's gonna be a very weird journey for you guys out there who are parents but But just love your child most of all love your child try to understand why they might feel this way you know don't let the first thing be i'm gonna smack a bible on your face like please don't do that because they will run away from it right you know Yeah, and, like, being connected to your spirituality, I think it's important for me. Like, having crystals, checking your chakras, like, doing yoga, praying to God, having, um, 
like a moment of stillness that's important to me and I feel like that is what helps people grow and it really helps you work yourself from the inside out yeah and if you do have a queer child I would suggest that you watch Pose together you Mm -hmm. know even if it's something that makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to talk about it right now just give it a chance Mm -hmm. give it a try you never know what's gonna happen you can build a beautiful relationship yeah and it's funny who doesn't love humor i mean who doesn't love billy porter oh my god right (laughs) mj (laughs) who doesn't love electra like come on she's the queen she's the queen of the house who doesn't love poppy oh girl Girl. poppy who doesn't love angel angel now we'll say this about angel girl Put it she down. She went back on the pipe. Put it down, girl. How she went back on the pipe? One she th- did it before. Why are you going to do it again? One thing led to another. She's still beautiful. I mean, yeah, she didn't book a job or something, but, but that don't mean you that's ugly. That's where it ties back into being an artist because she's a model and she struggles with her femininity side because she is transgender so there's certain things about her that makes her uncomfortable in the first and second season she was put on blast by terrible like um artistic directors and and people that were a part of her catalog and try to put her down so she's like still scarred from that that's like ptsd and I can relate to that because guys are so disrespectful towards women. And not all guys, but there's a whole handful. A whole lot. whole lot of handful of strange men that are out there that make women feel uncomfortable. I've seen so many things on TikTok recently that women are recording their stalkers, which is great because now you have actual footage of the person stalking you, you know? You can really, like, turn it in and... And it's not just word of mouth like, oh, someone's stalking me. I don't know who they are. I don't know how to describe them. You have a a, a video representation of who's stalking you. So I mm-hmm. think it's, I think um, being a woman's hard, man. I thought being a man was hard. Being a woman is <laughs> tough. <laughs> so, hey, Mother's Day is right around the corner. So oh, please, yes. if you got some women in your life who are mothers, please Buy give us some love. Please give us some appreciation. Yes. Give your mom a hug. Even if you don't have a great relationship with her, just give her a hug and give her a kiss. Like, she's not going to expect it. Or if she does expect it, give her a million more, you know? And Even if you don't have money, just give her a card. Make one. Cook for her. Do like, something. Do something. That's Smile. your mama. Yes. Smile. Tell her how much you love her. Yes. Oh, you know what? Have I, a picnic. I read something that said if you're unhappy and you feel down all the time, even if you're not happy, just smile. Like, fake smile because then it does something to your brain like something with dopamine i don't know like endorphins. i'm not a scientist we're not professionals so this is our own opinion but it's an article <laughs> i read but it makes you happier from it just makes you happier at, like overall like just like smiling for no reason so I thought we're that crazy yeah just know we're crazy just know if you see me driving in my car and i'm smiling I'm just trying to practice self-love. <laughs> we are so scared and we have scared you. Yes. <laughs> Guys, don't forget to give us feedback and ask us questions on our Instagram. Yes, and please. And we would love to hear from you guys. We want to create a great relationship with our audience. And we need a name for our audience. Like, you guys can help us with that. Oh, yes, please. I really want to make a name for you guys once we get to that status. Because I'm thinking hotties is not going to stick. Yeah, and Hot Girl Summer, Megan's going to come for me. But I'm not complaining. I'm not trying to get sued. That's on you. That's not on me. <laughs> if I could, I'll do anything to see Megan the stallion and if i get in the courtroom 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys again. And a reminder, please wear your mask. Please social distance. Yes. Please try not to travel so much. I know people want to get out the house. I know people are getting vaccinated. But please try not to travel so much. And please don't travel to India. And if you're traveling, just make sure to wash your hands. Keep six feet apart. And follow CDC guidelines. If you're vaccinated... If you're vaccine, if you're vaccinated, if you're vaccine, sorry, <laughs> if you're vaccine, call one eight hundred. No, if you're vaccinated, um, you are legally allowed by the CDC to go out in public settings and not wear a mask. So that means like wow. exercising and running. Um, I like to roller skate outside, so I can't wait to start roller skating outside. That's so. I had no idea. Yeah, I actually get my second shot on Saturday, so. Oh. I'm preparing myself mentally to be sick as a dog on Sunday. Oh, I'm prepared. I hope you do well with that. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, we're going to leave you with a little outro. But we are so happy and thankful that you guys were tuning in. If you stayed this long, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, ne- Till next time. Yeah, till we'll see two. you in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks is the next episode, episode two. Don't forget to tune in to Opening, Opening Act, Act with Cam and Pris, and <laughs> we are going to sign out. Bye! Bye.